everyday weekend I was 17 I bought a Coke and some gasoline Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Once again, Kevin for the first time. Mark Welcome back to MSL on this Labor Day weekend. We're about to play Hang Up and Listen 360-8255. The phone number 360-8255. If you heard CJ just say, the first caller gets $5 TCBY and $10 to ease at 24-hour cafe. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Croc Center Memphis. It's a new kind of community center. I've been a member there now for a few months, and it is an amazing, amazing facility. If you walk in there, you uh, you, you will you cannot help but be amazed. It's not, there's no other community center or no other gym in the city that looks uh, like this and has the amenities that you can get at Croc Center Memphis. It's next to Tiger Lane. So if you're out there tailgating, shout out to everybody at Tiger Lane. Right now you can see the water slide from Croc Center. Yes, it's a water slide. They got a water slide at their indoor aquatic center. They also have a lazy river in there. Uh, and an indoor pool. There's a splash pad outside. You can see all of that from Tiger Lane as you tailgate uh, this afternoon. So it's right there at the fairgrounds on East Parkway. The Ray and Joan Crock Community Center is a 100,000-square-foot recreation, education, worship, and arts center. They're adding even more uh, room for classes because you can always – everybody loves to go up there and just take whether it's um, – Cycling classes or whatever, uh, or what have you, Pilates, you name it, cooking classes even. They're adding more space for the classes um, every uh, week there at the Croc Center. They've got an NBA quality size basketball court. They've got an indoor-outdoor soccer field. they got a fitness center. you got cable TV so you can watch all your 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 football games this season while you work out in the uh, the fitness center. they got a worship area, theater, meeting rooms, classrooms, uh, and more. It's a great place, really, for your meetings. You can have your meetings overlooking their nice courtyard over there at Rock Center, Memphis. It's at 800 East Parkway South, right there next to Tiger Lane. I'm telling you, you're out there tailgating today. Look over there. You'll see that blue tube uh, water slide. Uh, it is unbelievable uh, facility. You can get a membership for $32 a month or $53 a month for a household. Croc Memphis, a new kind of a community center. All right, we're about to play Hang Up and Listen 360-8255 is the phone number. CJ, can you tell the listeners what the grand prize is? This week on Hang Up and Listen, you can't. Uh, I know. I know. Oh, we got an upset watch. Of course, we have an upset. Upset watch. Uh oh. What's the upset right now? Upset watch. We got three of them going on. Well, two in addition to the Ohio State Navy game, which Ohio State still trails seven to three. Okay. We have Northern Iowa. Iowa. Northern Iowa up ten to seven. Heading into the second quarter, and we also have North Carolina State and Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern up seven to three midway, well, a little bit past midway through the second quarter. Oh wow! All right, poor NC State. Um, all right, so we're about to play hang up. Let's we talk about whatever you want. You can call in. Uh, we encourage you to call in if you're tailgating at Tiger Lane or Toby Park or wherever you are. So we get ready for we're six hours away from kickoff at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium in the, the University of Memphis. Uh, this is the season, right? What is the slogan? It is uh, wait till this season. So for what? That's the slogan for the Memphis football. What am I waiting for? This is the season. Wait till this season. I don't know. We're gonna find out today at six o'clock. Wait till six o'clock is all it is now. You're just waiting till six o'clock now. 
your six hours. The wait is over in six hours. But uh, CJ, if you will, tell the listeners what they could win today on Hang Up and Listen. It is a fabulous grand prize. It's one of my favorite all-time grand prizes because it's a it's $25 gift certificate to Elfo's. You recently went to Elfo's, right? Yes, and I loved every bite. Every bite, every sip, the ambiance, the environment. It was great. Right there in Germantown. I told the story earlier on the show that I saw uh, saw Vince Carter there. Well, I, I, sorry, correction. I dined with Vince Carter there. He was at the table right next to me. You don't see people at Elfo's. You you dine yeah. with them. As dining, dining with Vince Carter at Elfo's uh, last week. It is the place to go. We had $25 to Elfo's. Uh, unbelievable. What, what did I have? Oh, I had... Uh, the manicotti last week, the toasted ravioli. But, of course, if you hear my commercial every week. I tell you, you can't go wrong with the black and blue halibut, the Elfo special, um, the steaks there, some of the best steaks in the city there at, at Elfo's restaurant in Germany. All right, so that's the grand prize, 360-8255. It is high noon. Let's go ahead and play some hang-up and listen. All right, all right, all right. We're going to go to our first caller, Charlie. You're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Charlie? It's been uh, bugging me a little bit. Uh, I was I was going to see if you could tell me. This was in 68. We had uh, two 30-game winners. They played on the same team, and one of them was uh, Denny McClain. I can't think of who the other one was. And I enjoy listening to your show. I, I try to listen to it on Saturday mornings while I can. And uh, I'm kind of pulling for the Tigers. I went to Ole Miss and kind of touched on Memphis a little bit. But anyway, uh, I, I was going to see if you could answer that for me, uh, Kevin. Uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh no! Oh no! All right, I got it. We got to make sure the, the the rules of the game. I guess we did. We didn't go through them. We were so excited about college football. You, you got to end your call with "I'm going to hang up and listen." But I told him personally. You told him on the phone. You when have to in. end it with "Now I would like, like to hang even, up and listen." Yeah, you're like even helping people out on the phone, CJ. I like that. You're such a nice guy. But the rules of the game are simple. You call in three six zero eighty two fifty five. You can talk about whatever you want. It can be sports. It can be about the Tigers. It can be about Ole Miss. It can be about whatever you want to talk about. It can be a question. It can be a comment. But you have to end your phone call when I'm going to hang up and listen. If you want us to talk about what you want to talk about, if you want to qualify for our grand prize, which is that $25 gift card to Elfo's Restaurant in Germantown. So, sorry about that. We're going to go to our next caller, though. We had Charles, but now we're going to Chuck. He's in Germantown. Uh, Chuck, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Hey, what's going on, fellas? like what's the up? show. Thanks. It's so much different than through the week stuff. I really enjoy the difference. But my question is, it's one of, it's one of y'all's uh, commercials that walk come on the air all the time. It's about a male enhancement product. And at the end of it, they say, uh, don't go next door and tell your neighbors about your four-hour love-making session to your sweet lady. And I want to know, what kind of screwed-up trailer park do when you get through with making out with your wife and everything or girlfriend that you go next door and start banging on the trailer door and said, you're not going to believe this, but for four hours, I was King Kong. And I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Hey, Chuck. Chuck understands the rules of hang up and listen. That's how it's done, as we like to say. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with the... The the commercial, but apparently they say, don't go tell your neighbors. I guess some people like to brag about stuff. I'm a gentleman, and I never kiss and tell. Right. It's a it's a Peter Edmiston spot for uh, for Memphis Men's Clinic, I believe. It says, you know, don't call the neighbors, call your doctor if you've had something going on for more than four hours. <laughs> call the neighbors. 
Apparently, there's been some neighbor calling. I could just be like, be like, you call the neighbor, like, bring, bring, hello. And like, is 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 Chuck there? No, he's not here. I need to leave a message. Tell him, tell him that I just had a four-hour erection. Okay. Thanks. What? <laughs> So that is good advice. Do call your doctor. Uh, he's like, you leave a message. Like, he's not home. Or, he's not here. Like, leave a message for him. I just wanted to tell him that. And then, <laughs> don't tell. I, it makes more sense in the, the commercials for those pills that, like, have people always, like, sitting in bathtubs with, like, in the middle of a field or something. Like, the Seattle's bathtubs just appear on mountaintops right. and, and all exotic places. I don't know how to get them there. Right, those male enhancement pills uh, have just the commercials have got to be unique. I guess they get our attention because a, a little bit. We're like, what is going on? Anyway, we're playing Hang Up and Listen. That's what's going on here. 360-8255, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to go to Steven. He's in Cordova. Steven, you're on Hang Up and Listen. Hey, guys. What's up? Love the show. Thanks. Hey, I've been thinking about this playoff system and, and thinking about the fact that so very few teams have a a legitimate shot of making a playoff. So my question for you guys is, does the new play, uh, college football playoff system make college football more popular for the average fan or or that won't change uh, its it overall popularity very much? So I'll hang up and listen to the answer. All right, thanks, Stephen. We are playing Hang Up and Listen. We do have some open phone lines, so if you want to get in, 360-8255. phone number 360-8255. Call in talk about whatever you want. Whether it's male enhancement pills or the college football playoffs, more or less popular. Uh, caller just called in to explain to CJ the process for dealing with a four-hour problem like that. Didn't want to play hang up and listen, just wanted to explain that to CJ. Well, what, what was he telling you, CJ? Well, I'm a biology major, and I did flunk out of pharmacy school, so I'm familiar from a scientific angle okay. with this topic. Well, you call your doctor. I didn't think that makes sense, right? If you have a medical yeah, you condition, call, you, you call, call your, doctor. your doctor because it's a medical condition. It's priapism, I do believe, and you could, you know, suffer real live damage to that area and other areas in your body also. Oh, so you're, you're, like, how often does that happen, though? Because they always, like, talk about it. Is it something that's regular, or is it something just very rarely happens? I don't know. I never take them. I have no clue. Well, you we didn't discuss that like, in my class. You were acting like you were an expert. 360-8255 is the phone number. We're playing. Hang up and listen. So Stephen called in talking about the playoff system. And you guys can feel free to jump in. That. we got CJ and, and Tyler filling in for Johnny Radio, who is, who's on vacation. If anybody, John, Johnny Radio would be our expert probably on this topic. I don't think John Hart needs the blue field. <laughs> <laughs> they based it off of his DNA. Um... But so the play, the playoff system yeah starts this season and I was watching the games on Thursday night. This is about the playoffs because college football is still just from the from an outsider's perspective. If you're looking at it, you're like, what is going on? Because they're explaining like this the the playoff system this year will be played like these games will be these bowls and then the semifinals will be these bowls and then the championship will be the championship game. So. Like, just looking at the bracket, like, you'll be sent to a bowl game somewhere for your game. And, it, anyway, it's all it's all still kind of complicated in that way. If you're an outsider, you're just like, what what is going on? But will it make it more popular or not? I think it will make the the, the finish of the season more popular. I think, because really, it's what we, I like the 
Well, the bowl system is what it is. I like that there's a bunch of games going on constantly throughout the holiday season, but there are so many games that do become boring or meaningless. And, of course, the playoffs is going to make it more exciting. Those those games are go- going to get the ratings. The national championship game gets uh, gets ratings. People watch that, so you're just going to add two more games that you're, you're going to probably guarantee to watch. The final four of college football is exciting uh, to me. But uh, whether it makes it you know higher ratings or not, I don't know. Will it make it – we'll have more of an undisputed champion, and I like that. Uh-oh, we got an upset watching. Little hang up and listen. All right, so that Northern Iowa and Iowa football game, Iowa just scored to make the score 14-10 to in the second quarter, five minutes left to play. All right, so that's the most exciting game so far uh, today. And what was there an exciting game on Thursday night? Have we had an exciting game this season? Not yet, right? It just started. I mean, the Ole Miss game was... It was exciting for three quarters. I guess. I mean, it, was low, it was kind of low scoring um, early on. Uh, the South Carolina game was shocking, and I guess it was uh, the only fun of that was like, hey, there's a football game, a live football game on the SEC network. This is cool. Georgia State beat uh, beat Abilene Christian by a point in the last second field goal uh, on Wednesday night. Yeah, that Wednesday night game was good, but I mean, it was two teams that <laughs> we were the only reason we watched that game because it was on Wednesday night. But that that game was good. Oh, we did have there was like the double overtime game, right? Didn't we just have a double? Was it the the battle of the tolls? Or did the tolls go into overtime? Tulsa and Tulane. Yes. So that's the game of the year so far, right now. So far, the battle of the tolls. Well, not for not for Tulane fans, but <laughs> right. Uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, and Tulane. Whatever happened with with uh, we had uh, UConn? Did they did they score a point in their game or not? Yeah, they they, uh, they won big. No, no, no. Actually, they they lost big to BYU. Yeah, they they were struggling, but so the best game if we're de- declaring a best game going into today. Oh, what is going on? Another upset watch going. On. Western Michigan 14, Purdue 13. Second quarter is about to end. Oh, wow. Per, Purdue. Uh... Per don't, per can't, per didn't, per never will. <laughs> Purdue was a close to a two-touchdown favorite in that ball game, and they are struggling against Western, Western Michigan. I'll ask you guys, what do you think of, of potential upsets later on uh, today on the slate? Do you see anything uh, that you're, you're like, well, uh, don't be surprised if this happens today I, I actually got two i got arkansas well that's not an upset you I said beating, beating the spread i or? got arkansas beating the spread i got wisconsin beating lsu yeah wisconsin beating lsu mm. if they do we know for sure that has potential to be a boring game a boring low scoring game uh later today uh that's an interesting one that's an interesting pick um I, I it's tough to it's it's tough to me against the spread i can give you a bunch of upsets but uh, and Arkansas potentially to be one of those, even Georgia Clemson. There's so many potential upsets on there because the spreads are so big this week. And but uh, actual a, a victory today, like the underdog coming out and winning, I don't see it happening anywhere really on the slate for today. But there's gonna be one. There's gonna be one because it is college football, and we're keeping a, a a watchful eye on any potential upsets. As always, I mean, maybe if I'm picking, I'm picking Hawaii over Washington, maybe because Hawaii's got uh, home field advantage. That's the late late game tonight. Would you call Arkansas over Auburn a uh, pretty big upset? If Arkansas beats Auburn, absolutely. I mean, Auburn, Auburn was in the national championship, and Arkansas has been struggling. So if that that if that happens, 
I'm not predicting it to happen, though. I just think, I mean, I think Auburn is for real. I think what they did last year was for real. I know there's a lot of people who, who don't think that. But I do think Auburn, I have them now winning the SEC because I've adjusted my pick after last week. And uh, and tomorrow's Utah State, Tennessee? Uh, that tomorrow's uh, slate is good, and so is Monday. We'll we'll get into to those uh, a little bit later on. But I mean, you have you have some games. I mean, I mean, hell, you're looking at like tonight's games are the LSU Wisconsin is the closest game on the of the entire day uh, as far as something that people care about. Could but against the spread, could West Virginia beat the spread against Alabama? Yes. Could Rice even beat the spread against Notre Dame? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Because Notre Dame is uh, is not at full strength, you've got uh, chances to beat the spread across the board, and that's what's so great about it if you're a, if you're a gambler on a college football Saturday. But an actual an actual uh, win of an underdog team, mm, it doesn't it doesn't look like that is necessarily in the cards. Except what we got here early, because we do have uh, West the Western Michigan Purdue, which is turning out to be. I, mean, I don't know if anybody cares about that game. Uh, and Ohio State and Navy. Ohio State they're, they're Navy still down. That is my upset. That would my, be my upset pick earlier on today. If you've seen my my picks that I actually have that I that I uh, you know I play with my bookie for uh, we, we don't gamble. We just do like you know for bragging rights. Yeah, I had Navy, but um, anyway, three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. Charlie's calling back in with his second attempt at hang up and listen. Remember, you got to end the call with hang up and listen. Somebody's winning at twenty five dollars to Elfo's Restaurant. In Germantown today, the phone number is three six zero eighty two fifty five. We love to hear from people in Tiger Lane, but we're going to go back to Charlie. Charlie, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Charlie, yeah, I was just, I was just, yeah, I was just listening uh, to that uh, to the last caller, and I was wanting to find out the, about the same thing. Um, but um, anyway, if you can give me an answer on that, I appreciate it, and I'm going to uh, hang up and listen. Okay. All right, thank, thank you. you, Charlie. All right, Charlie had a question about um, something. CJ, you're on the you're on the ball on looking this up, right? 1968 Detroit Tiger season with Denny McLean. Is that what you want to know? About? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure it was just Denny McLean. I'm still over here trying to see, but it would be interesting to see if there was two 30 game winners on one team in one year. On one team in one year, or just that same year on a different team? Maybe I don't know. But we are checking on that. That we are, we are doing our best to research. CJ wants to know the answer uh, to that baseball question. Talking baseball tigers on this game day. We're going to go to our next caller on Hang Up and Listen. Billy's in Nutbush. Billy, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Billy, what's up? You're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Billy? Billy in Nutbush. All right, we lost Billy and Nutbush. Uh, we do have a, a couple open phone lines. If you want to, if you want to jump in, Billy, you can give us a call back. I don't know what happened. Uh, they were playing Hang Up and Listen for a few more minutes. We play it each and every Saturday when the sirens are going off in the suburbs. We're gonna go to George in Germantown. George, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Schedule non-conference. Really, really disappointed at this point in the past in the tenure. Not seeing better games. FedEx home. I know Oklahoma State's there. Stephen F. Austin had a good run last year. But this University of Memphis, you should be playing you know, big-time teams at home. Two or three of them, not just one. I want to hang up and listen. 
All right. Uh, thanks, George. Good call, George, in Germantown, where Elfos is, which is our prize today, $25 to Elfos in Germantown. And, uh, we talked about the non-conference schedule last week. Of course, the conference schedule for Tiger basketball came out uh, this week. And, of course, you already know. Like when the, It's like when the NBA schedule comes out. Like You know who you're playing. It's just a matter of when you play them. And the non-conference schedule, I still think it's better than what it was two years ago. Uh, you had you, you you have a good you, obviously Louisville not back on it because Louisville went for that weird one season where two years ago they were on it and then last year they were in the conference so they weren't on it uh, so you could use maybe a Louisville thrown in there and I think it would be the ideal schedule but you're looking at the Memphis Tiger basketball team this year they are not going to be good they're not going to be good uh, they're going to be okay they may or may not be a tournament team. And so you don't want to have it as tough of a schedule, but you do. The home schedule at FedEx Forum, you you had your two big games, Stephen F. Austin, and what was the other big? What's the other big non-conference game? Why did that just slip off? Is Wichita State at home? Where's Wichita State? Is that Wichita? I thought it was at Wichita State. Uh, we'll look it up. But there, there's two big home games that are that are non-conference. Stephen F. Austin, though, is not one that that I would consider being uh, that big. It's only because they won a game. In in the conference, so Baylor is that Baylor? That Baylor game is part of a tournament, though. So I don't know where that one. It's OK State. OK yes, State. Okay. It's OK State. OK State is the other game, yeah. Which is now a rivalry game. So that's a cool home game because I mean, if you look at it before you looked at the Tiger schedule, what? OK State is now a rivalry after last year. Yeah, they played twice and they get the devil beat out of them once, and then they beat them the other time. This is this is the rubber match. This two OK State and Memphis, everybody. You heard it here first. That's a new rivalry. It is. Well, right now there's there's uh hey, I think it is. This is the rubber match. We're gonna decide who is the better team. Both teams getting one win last year, going blow for blow. But OK State, that's a good home home game. Stephen F. Austin, I don't think is a good home day. I'm not buying that because it's not as good as uh Cincinnati or SMU or UConn. So look at that. And that's what I'm looking at if you're a Tiger fan and you're saying it's not a good home schedule. Before, it mattered what your non-conference schedule was, but now that you actually do have Cincinnati, UConn, SMU is playing up right now with Larry Brown, you have and you have Temple, you have a good conference schedule that your non-conference schedule doesn't matter as much. So I wouldn't dread on the fact that Stephen F. Austin is your second biggest non-conference home game because you got some awesome conference games. Because before you had lousy, for so many seasons with Josh Passer, there were so many lousy non-conference and lousy conference games. You did not want to go to FedEx for It was a wasted drive because every game was against some lousy opponent. But it's changed it around a little bit. So I, I, I'm i fine with the Tigers' home schedule this year because you're going to get Cincinnati, you got SMU, you got UConn, and you've got Oklahoma State, and then you've got uh, Stephen F. Austin, who's really your fifth biggest home game, right? Uh, depends on where you want to put Temple in there. And that's not bad because usually they would only, counting the conference, you would have legitimately two good home games maybe the whole year. So now you've got five or six. All right, we're playing Hang Up and Listen. We're going to go to our last caller this week. Ben's at East Memphis. Ben, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up? Hey, on the New York Tiger pitcher, they really had a better pitcher than Denny McClain. I can't think of his name, but he was like a 27, 26-game winner. He had a lower ERA and everything. All right. But uh, I got two quick questions. Uh, do you think the Tigers got the wrong slogan? It should be wait till next year, or do you think they got the right slogan? Wait till this year. And the second one is, if you had a franchise, and you had to pick one of these two kids of up former uh, owners. Would you take Doctor Gary Buss's son, or would you take George Steinbrenner's son? Now hang up and listen. 
All right, two good questions there for Ben to end, hang up, and listen. Wait till this year, wait till next year. Should be the slogan for the Tiger team. What is the countdown clock we're at? We're, we're waiting to waiting till uh, 6 o'clock, so we're waiting. You only got five and a half hours to wait. The wait is almost over for this year. Five and a half hours. You only got to wait five and a half more hours. The wait will be over. Like, what are they going to do with those billboards when the season starts? It's not going to be wait till this year because the wait will be over. It's a slogan that kind of... Wait till now? Wait till now. Like, six o'clock, that slogan, you got to throw it out. I mean, they could change it every every week to whatever the kickoff time is. So wait till 1130 Central. You going to do that? I just came up with the countdown clock to that. <laughs> uh, what, should it be wait till next year, CJ? It's definitely not this year. Yet. Oh, I think yeah. Oh, it should definitely be wait till next year, not wait till You think this next year. year is going to be a good wait still? Like, is it, oh, yeah. They'll, is they'll it going to be, be next year? They'll be much better next year. They'll be leaps above where they are this year, and they'll be more Leaps and bounds, in the you think? Yeah. Leaps and bounds? Yeah. In the system, uh, another year? Well, the, the schedule's not very – again, I, did the Tigers do anything better than being two and – uh, four to start the season is going to be tough. I mean, two and four is the best case scenario to start the season because you got Ole Miss, UCLA on the road to start this year, and um, it's not going to be easy. Next, now I'm looking at next year's schedule. Conference still being announced, but the Tigers play at Kansas on the football schedule next year. They're at Bowling Green. And they're home against the Ole Miss Rebels at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. That's an October 17, 2015 matchup. So is next year – Ole Miss has potential to be not as good next year, maybe, than they will be this year. Ole Miss is, is, is going to be a tough matchup, and Kansas won't be that as difficult as going to UCLA. So maybe wait till next year is. Paxton Lynch, another year under his belt. Maybe wait till next year. But it shouldn't be any one of those. It should have been something else. It should have been mind your business, Dennis. Continue to mind your business, Dennis. Or I mean, I don't know uh, if you should really get your hopes up. But we'll find out today. The weather, not on the side of the Tigers, for you sure. You still think the Tigers win five games this year? Uh, do I? I say it's potential. Is it potential to do that? We'll see what happens today. I need to see what happens today. Again, I need to see what happens in four weeks. We're talking UCLA as the Tigers' next opponent threw up right now 21-9 against Virginia. Virginia, a real football team. So just imagine. Um, so wait, somehow Memphis is not a real football team? I did team? not say that. Don't try to twist my words. I'm saying Memphis is playing Austin P today, which is not a real football team necessarily, right? So no offense to the Austin P folks. Let's go P is one of my favorite uh, chance that you can have in all of sports. They got a better one. I'll tell you out off air. And so many people will be saying, "Saying I got it." You know, what's they have a better one? What is it? Tell me on air. Tell me on. Tell me on air and put your finger on the dump button. No, I can't tell you on air. I'm not going to do that. All right, Jerry Buss's son or Steinbrenner's son? Uh, who would you uh, rather have? Um, that's a good question. Or which one would you rather be? The son of either one of them? Is that what they're saying? Well, which one would you rather have run your franchise? Which one would I rather have? It's tough. I do think it, it, it now, is tough. Neither one is doing what Pops did. No, 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 not at all. But, of course, the Lakers are kind of in this weird, you have to respect Kobe stage. And the Yankees are still doing the same thing they've always done, which is to spend money on players. But they're also in the, we have to respect their Jeter stage this ending this year. We'll see how both those two teams do without those two guys on on the roster, but they can spend as much money as you want the Yankees. So you have the 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 ability to make the mistake and just say, hey, oh, we got more money. There's no salary cap. 
in the NBA, if you make a mistake and get the wrong player, then you could be stuck. But uh, so that's a tough. That's a tough question. I guess I would have to go with Bus in Los Angeles. Right I'm going the opposite. I'm going Steinbrenner. He's Bus has tried, swung and missed on several big free agents, Dwight Howard and Carmelo among them. He didn't get Phil Jackson to come in and coach when he should have, or even get him to come in and work in the front office when he should have. He has just made too many mistakes for me and he's allowed the Clippers the Clippers to become the best team in LA right alright well that does it for Hang Up and Listen this week we'll announce the winner when we come back from the break and we'll also be joined by Greg Akers and we'll cast head football coach of the University of Memphis Justin DeFuente in a movie so who do you think would play Justin Fuente in a movie if they ever make a movie about Memphis football or ever make a movie about Justin Fuente uh, or where he needs to be a character. Who would play him on the big screen once a month? We cast a sports star in a movie this month. We're going to cast Justin Fuente. You can tweet us at Sarita or text 67129 uh, with your casting ideas, and we'll go through that with Greg Akers next. You're listening to MSL on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Where Memphis comes for real sports talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. And honey, I didn't know. Welcome back to our Labor Day weekend show. First college football Saturday of the year. The winner of Hang Up and Listen. Uh, CJ, if you will, will you reveal the winner of Hang Up and Listen? Ben. All right, Ben, call back in. You are the winner of Hang Up and Listen this week. Get set up with your Elfo's gift card. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by the Best Memphis Burger Fest. It's just a few weeks away. It's on Sunday, September 21st. It's time to get your eat on. The third annual event will once again decide the best burger in Memphis. So mark your calendar. That was Sunday, September 21st. And you can come join the party in the parking lots of Minglewood Hall with all proceeds benefiting three different animal charity groups, the Street Dog Foundation, the Tunica Humane Society, and Fayette County Animal Rescue. Uh, this year there will be plenty of burger samples. This is new at Burger Fest this year. They're going to be, they've, they've given the teams, there's a sponsor that has donated meat to the teams, so the teams can therefore cook burger samples for you as you walk around Burger Fest. So that's pretty cool. There's also a slider in sponsored slider eater co- eating competition, so whoever can eat the most sliders, uh, will be decided a new champion and a new eating contest at Burger Fest this year, uh, along with the pickle eating contest for the kids. There's going to be live music, pet adoptions, food trucks, and much more. It's $7 admission for adults, and there's still time to register your team at bestmemphisburgerfest.com. That's bestmemphisburgerfest.com. You can still register your team to compete. Uh, there's oodles of categories you can compete for best veggie burger, best... Um, Best, best Bloody Mary, Best Veggie Burger, Best Burger, a bunch of different categories. Uh, so if you think you have the best in Memphis of any of those, come compete at Best Memphis Burger Fest. That's Sunday, September 21st. We'll be out there. Uh, always fun time for great calls. 
When it is the last Saturday of the month, we're joined by Greg Akers from the Memphis Business Journal. And he joins us now. What's up, Greg? What's up? Well, let me officially congratulate you on air. I've congratulated you, I think, by Twitter, text, and in person. So now we'll officially do it on air. But congratulations on your new gig at the Memphis Business Journal. For those who don't know, uh, tell people uh, what's going on. Well, um, I uh, am the managing editor of Memphis Business Journal now. And uh, I think, like, made the announcement, like, Right after our last show, I knew after our last show, but I hadn't said anything yet. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, it feels like I've been there for a while now. But yeah, this is the first public radio uh, announcement of of that. All right. Um, well, congratulations Thank on you. your on your new gig at the Business Journal. You're managing. Uh, editor, you're still you're still going to be a, a part of this show um, every month, uh, so we're still excited about that. It doesn't really affect it. And what was so your your last stuff that you did at uh, the at the uh, Memphis Flyer? Your last article, I know, yeah. was about parks and recreation, which I was not surprised about. <laughs> well, you know, once I knew I was leaving the Flyer and not going to be writing about TV anymore and film, like I was like. There are certain things that I've been wanting to write for a long time and been putting it off or just wasn't ready for emotionally to deal with. Uh, and, and those, the, the two main ones I never really did were Ancient Aliens, which is one of my favorite shows right now, and Parks and Rec, which is like my favorite show ever. Um, and so I wrote those two, uh, pieces, uh, for the flyer my last two weeks. Uh, yeah, Parks and Rec, a show that hasn't been on since April and does not come back on again until 2015. You somehow found a way to write about it in July. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to be there in 2015. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it was now or never. So. And uh, you also, so this also means you're you're leaving uh, MBQ, uh, Memphis Magazine. I know you, any other final pieces that you got to write uh, going out that you're that you're excited about. Yeah, actually, for uh, Memphis Magazine, uh, I have a, a pretty big feature in the September issue that's just hitting newsstands this weekend, uh, and it's about a movie called Hallelujah, which was made in Memphis, and it came out in 1929. It was one of the first, uh, you know, sound uh, films, you know, when it came out just a couple years after that became a thing, but it also, it's the second movie that Hollywood ever did with an all-black cast. Uh, and it was made here in Memphis. And so I had done a lot of research on that, uh, on that story for school. And then I kind of turned it into more of a feature kind of thing for the magazine. Um, and there will be, there will be a public screening here in Memphis, uh, here soon. I can't, I don't really have full details yet, but it'll be in the next, next six weeks or two months or so. 
Okay, uh, very cool. Before we get into casting Justin Fuente in a movie, I uh, do uh, want to ask you a couple questions because I was looking at your when you went over to the Business Journal. There's mm-hmm. a great get to know Greg Akers, new managing editor of NBJ. And I was like, I, I, you know, Greg's been coming on the show for years. I don't really know him that well. Uh, maybe there's something I can learn about him. <laughs> but the number one thing I learned about you is that you 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 threw up at a pretty uh, prominent. Uh, historical spot. <laughs> That's right. I uh, I threw up on the ancient ruins of Pergamum in Turkey uh, about fifteen years ago. So this is so you were you were uh, touring Turkey. Yes. And you were at these ancient ruins. And what <laughs> like you were just you just had an upset stomach. You had a food poisoning. You were sick. Well, you know, this is the first time I'd ever left the country. Like, I hadn't even been to Canada or Mexico before this. And I was like, I'm going to Turkey and Greece and, like, going to look at all these archaeological ruins, which I was really interested in then and still am. And I was like, I'm just going to, like, dive into the culture and I'm going to eat, you know, whatever they're eating. I'm not going to, like, be squeamish about food. And so I got there and I started, you know, we, we went to Turkey first. And I started eating, you know, I mean, just, it was good food. It was really good. But apparently I ate something that was bad um, and was was the the most sick I've ever been in my life. And I hope to never be that sick again for about three days. But, so you throw up on ancient ruins. What do you do? Well, like what what was, happens next? Like you've got to like think I got to clean this up or something, right? Oh, no, I, I, I was or not in run? any mood. No, I just. I just <laughs> I just left and I went back to the bus and I threw up some more. Uh, I like threw up for three days and, and the terrible thing was we were traveling going from city to city. So there wasn't like, I couldn't just like hang out at the hotel because we were driving to the next hotel. So I just had to, to power through it, which was awful. Uh, so I think I actually threw, I know I threw up in Pergamum. I might have thrown up on another city too. Uh, but I can't remember. It, it was kind of hazy. I threw up on a lot of lot of places in Turkey. All right, uh, so some, uh, some great info on this. Uh, get to know Greg Akers article you mentioned in your refrigerator. You have Tom's Tiny Kitchen Chipotle Pimento Cheese, which oh, is yeah. a local pimento cheese. It, is that your favorite? Like, have you had Holiday Ham's Pimento Cheese? Oh That's yeah, my... theirs is great too. Yeah, but um, the Tom stuff. I mean, it's I love their stuff. Chipotle is just dynamite and I, I put that on everything it's great on hamburgers if, mm-hmm. you, if you've never tried that it's really good on hamburgers uh, I, I love pimento cheese and grew up liking it but like you know had just whatever generic brand was in the store so I'd, but I, so I'd never really had like really good pimento until um, you know until really Tom's and, and Holiday Ham uh, which are both great uh oh we got an upset Our upset watch. What do we have, CJ? What are we watching? We've got two of them right now. North Dakota State, 17. Iowa State, 14. That's at half. And then North Carolina State is getting the devil getting beat out of them. Uh-oh. What by, it's 17-3. to three, Georgia Southern leads. All right. right. That's one of my favorite phrases to say is the devil getting beat out of. Um <laughs> The last thing about your your uh, your business journal profile, a water you want you wanted to open your if you have enough money someday you would love to open up a water a water tavern in downtown Memphis where tourists come sit down and drink the great Memphis water at no charge. I think this is a brilliant idea. 
Yeah, I mean, like, if I've won the lottery, I don't need to make money anymore. And so I don't, you know, what the water's, you know, one of our great features here in Memphis. And you just, you have like a bar, you know, an all ages bar downtown where you just serve water. And I think it sells Memphis. You know, just as well as anything else to, to visitors. Um, yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be great. Do it'd we not, fun. like, that should be, like, in the welcome centers and stuff, at least. Like, you know, you go to, to Georgia and they give you Coke or, you know, you get a mm-hmm. juice in Florida. Like, they should be giving Memphis water out at all the welcome centers. And, or, or at least, I, I think that's a good idea. Even if you had your water tavern, you don't charge for the water, but you can have food. You know, you could sell barbecue or something. Yeah. Just make yeah, water the only beverage available. Yeah. Uh, that, that and, and like good. in hot in hot springs, they have public you know public fountains where you can fill up some of their spring water uh, in a cup or whatever. So, I mean, it's definitely a thing that exists. That and it's and it's something that is, it's underutilized in Memphis because we do have the best drinking water, uh, maybe in maybe in the planet on the entire planet, I, maybe uh, in the universe. I'll ask Prince Mongo sometime. But they, they have better water than in Turkey. I can confirm. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, now it's time to let's get to casting Justin Fuente. In a movie every month, uh, Greg Akers, when he joins us, we pick a sports star and we decide who would play that sports star in a movie this month. We are casting the uh, University of Memphis football coach, Justin Fuente. Oh, business like show business like no business I know. Everything about it is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. No way could you get that happy feeling when you are stealing. All right, there is no business like show business, and Greg Akers, the managing editor at the uh, Memphis Business Journal, help us with some show business right now. Greg, who do you have uh, playing Justin Fuente in your movie? Well, the best candidate is too old, frankly, but it's got to be Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, he's too, uh, I think he could pull it off. Yeah, I mean, he probably could, but, I mean, Fuente is pretty young. He's 38. He's younger than I am, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's kind of mean to say Bill Paxton should play him because Bill <laughs> Paxton's probably you know sixty or something, but but you know they they really favor each other. Kind of the you know full face, the short hair, um, you know kind of they they both look kind of like a good old boy, but in a good way, like kind of right. you know very appro- you know approachable and friendly looking. Uh, so that would be my number one if if time was not against me. Um, my number two. Uh, well, I have a tie. Either Peter Krause, who was in, uh, Sports Night and, uh, in Six Feet Under and he's in Parenthood. Uh, he, I wouldn't have thought of, thought of him right offhand, but I was really comparing the photos and they actually do kind of favor each other. Or Kyle Chandler, uh, who was in Friday Night Lights. And if he kind of did a buzz cut and had a little bit of lighter hair, uh, I think he could uh, he could make it work. He's a he might be a better coach than Justin Fuente. <laughs> <laughs> coach, you're saying it. Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. I I I don't know which one of those three I, I like the best. I don't think you could do Kyle Chandler again. I mean, he, I don't know if he wants to be typecast in mm-hmm. a role of a football coach. Bill Paxton is 59 years old. Okay, so that that's, is kind of old. It's pretty old. <laughs> You can tweet us at Cerrito, at Greg Akers, or text us at 67129 real quick if you've got some ideas of who you would have play Justin Fuente in a movie. Uh, you want to hear who I have? Please. Well, I I think one of the uh, a great candidate would be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think he is doing any more movies now that he has passed away. Yeah, he's, he's no so, longer available. Uh, 
How about uh, John Favreau? Favreau. Well, I can't say his name. But you know I'm talking from Chef, uh, from Chef recently this summer, uh, mm-hmm. and Swingers and Made. I think he would be a good candidate. I like that a lot. I like that. Um, I'm looking at him now. Yeah, yeah. He's got a kind of a John, full face. If he, yeah. if he, you know, did a buzz cut and, you know, wore, you know, wore the, the athletic gear. Oh, he'd have, I, I he'd have to have, he may have to get a wig or something. He'd have to wear, have to do something different with the hair. But I think John Favreau would be a, would be a good choice. That's uh, a good one. All right. So we also, I mean, we asked for tweets and texts from people. And here are some of the ideas, uh, that I got to play Justin Fuente in a movie. Uh, our friend Joey Solopec at Fox 13 chimed in with Andy Garcia. Mm. Andy Garcia. <laughs> Uh, he's he's even older than Bill Paxton, I think. He would play. I think Andy Garcia could play Justin Fuente and Calipari's son, or something like that, <laughs> or their grandfather if they were related. <laughs> uh, he is. He. I'm, I'm sure he's old too. We had at uh, Girly Girl on Twitter said Matthew Perry. Oh, that's good. I like that. You like Matthew Perry? I like from that Friends, one, yeah. of course. Chandler from Friends. Eh, maybe I don't know. Caller just called in and gave us two: Gene Hackman and Kevin Spacey. Hmm. Kevin Spacey again, too old. Uh, you know, he, Gene Hagman is. I think he's, he's not Hagman. even acting anymore. He's so I think, but both of them, I mean, you know, they could. Mm, Gene Hackman definitely. I would have to say no on that. Uh, Kevin Spacey could pull it off. I mean, you know, he's got his. I don't. He like has to, a good southern accent on. You like uh, his southern House accent? Of I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> it, I've gotten used to <laughs> on it. House of Cards. I have gotten used to it. I like to to break it out my own version of it every now and then. Uh, so other other tweets coming in. Um, oh, here's a good one that we got. This may be my favorite one from at bro underscore how uh, on Twitter said Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how old he is, but you look him up. Of course, he played Michael J. Fox's uh, dad in Back to the Future, uh, maybe his most famous role. But if you look at him, like in the face, he looks like Justin Fuente. I'm looking at yeah. I mean, you- you can't look at his hair. Oh yeah, he did. He's gonna. He would have to fix his hair for sure. Absolutely. He's fifty years old. That's not too bad. And he, he has a boyish kind of face. So I think that I think Crispin Glover is my pick. If I had to cast uh, right now, I think he he's the best. Which maybe the first time we're, we're giving it to um, one of our callers or, or texters or tweeters this time. So here's a wild card that I thought of: Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green, that is a, and he would do it. it would, <laughs> he, would, he would definitely do it. I would, but you have to look at what it looks like now, not right, not you know back then. And maybe like if it's if it's uh, on uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, like Sharknado, maybe because they like to have those old nine hundred two and zero cast members on Sci-Fi. So <laughs> Brian Austin Green would be perfect if this movie was going to be on uh, on Sci-Fi. So we're casting uh, Justin Fuente in. Uh, a movie. I'm looking at current picture of Brian Austin Green. You know that would work. Brian Austin Green um, would work. So I, I think that's a good idea. I think that's uh, I think that's a really good idea. Um, all right. Well, so let's go with who are you going to go with? Do you have any more ideas? Uh, a couple others. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is in Supernatural and Watchmen. Uh, yeah, uh, young Patrick Swayze. He's he's not available. Much less a young version. But um, <laughs> Matt Damon. I think I think can oh, pull it off. Big budget. We get Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. We're going big budget. Uh, He'll have then, to write it too. 
Um, yeah, that, that would be good. That would be a good and movie. I think Matt, you're right. I think Matt Damon's a really good pick, actually. I like that. So big budget Matt Damon, for sure. But yeah. again, we're looking like this, it's the Justin Fuente movie. We can't fool ourselves. Well, we don't Getting know. I mean... This is the year. This is the year. <laughs> so, we, don't, we don't know what the script is yet. Uh, all right, Greg. Uh, we're we're running low on time, so we've got to get to your other popular segment. You bring us each and every month. This is when you tell us why uh, Nashville sucks. What about Nashville? Oh yeah, what about Nashville? Well, let's go burn on Nashville down. Set it all aflame. Barbecue those greeds head make country weak and lame. Burn, burn Las Vegas, cleanse its rancid soul. Burn, burn rancid too, make it a big black hole. Yeah. All right, Greg, what do we got this month for Nashville Sucks? Uh, this week, it was announced that Wallet Hub, which is one of those uh, kind of statistical Forbes kind of let's rank cities and things, they they said Nashville was the number one most American city that there is. It most resembles the rest of the country. And number I, one, it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> number one. So it made me throw up on turkey all over it. <laughs> bring it, bring it all back. To, it was a turkey sandwich, that, uh, but uh, the most American city. Yeah. So, like, oh. if you if you look at like gender statistics and age and education and home and race, all these things, like Nashville has the highest, you know, rankings of if you combine it all. Memphis was number forty-five. Okay, I, I, Memphis forty-five. I think maybe fine. Uh, yeah, Memphis is a is a good southern city. We should be high up on that list. But American City, Nashville, winning that, I don't know. Yeah, it's disgusting. All right, Greg, uh, appreciate. It. We will talk to you next month. Congratulations again on your new gig at the Memphis, Memphis Business Journal. Thank y'all. All right, any more scores that people need to know, CJ, before we get out of here? Everything's pretty much holding up. I would like to say Michigan's up 35 nothing. No, 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 you won't. All right, this portion of MSL was brought to you by Playhouse on the Square. They're at Union and Cooper in the uh, heart of the Overton Square Entertainment uh, District in the Theater District. It's Memphis's only professional theater playing right now. You can go see Mary Poppins and Best of Enemies. That's at Playhouse on the Square, Memphis's only professional theater. We uh, don't have time for woohoos and boos, but I did want to give a woohoo. I'm excited. Not only do we have games today, but we have college football games on Sunday and Monday night. So it's two days of uh, football. We have Tennessee going on uh, playing tomorrow. Monday's game with, the, uh, with Louisville uh, is going to be awesome. So some football games where we don't have to care about fantasy football. I'm excited about that. But anyway, that's our show. I want to thank Greg Akers, Maria Gray, uh, Jeff Hewlett, and all of our callers on Hang Up and Listen. For Tyler, Johnny, and CJ and Marcus, I'm Kevin saying thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. Hi, Top Mount Mariah.